This is Gemarim Subis Daf Kof Ches. All the learning has been generously sponsored as a schos for the entire Chabura and Mirza Hashem. The learning of all the Chabura should bring the entire Chabura only incredible success in all their endeavors. And we pick it up in the Mishnah on the bottom of Kof Zayin Amid Beis. We begin this parak with the Machlegesim between Hanan and Bnei Kahanim Gedailim. And we learned one of the Machlegesim. Now, says the Mishnah, we continue with number two. Someone went overseas, his wife needs some food, needs some cash. So an innocent bystander comes along and supports the woman. And now, when... The husband comes back. That innocent bystander says, Hey, I gave your wife a thousand bucks. I want to be reimbursed. Hanan says he has lost his money. The husband never asked to borrow the money, as Rashi points out. And therefore, the fact that he went in his own accord and gave the woman money does not entitle him for a repayment. Nech love binikani gedelim. The binikani gedelim argued va'amru yishava kam oitzi viyito. No, they are allowed to swear how much they spent viyito and take the money. The person that paid that gave the woman money swears and takes. Amar Rav Daisi ben Erkinis kedivreim. Rav Daisi ben Erkinis says like vichachamim. Amar Rav Yechemin zakin no yafar mechanan. I side with the opinion of Chanan that. This bystander has lost his cash. He has hung his money on the horn of a deer. There is nothing that he could do. So, Machlik is number two between Chanan and the Bnei Kohanim Gedeilim is whether someone who supports a woman on his own accord, whether he gets repaid or not. Tanan awesome. We learned in a Mishnah, says the Gemara, someone makes a nether Hanah. Someone makes a vow that he's not going to get any benefit from his friend as we turn over to Kov Chesamir Aleph. What is the halacha? Says the Gemara. One second. There are numerous items that you're allowed to do for this person, even though you're not allowed to drive any benefit from him, even though he made a nether that he's not going to get any benefit. Still, still, you're allowed to do numerous items. What are these numerous items? Number one, you're allowed to pay the machzis a shekel for him. Number two, you're allowed to pay off his debt. Number three, you're allowed to return to him his lost item. And number four, in a place where schar, payment is taken when you return something lost to him, the one who returned the article, what? The one who returned the article, excuse me, the money he does not get, but rather it goes to Hektish. So three items, one is allowed to do, even though no benefit is allowed to be had, still these three items are allowed to be done. Shaykalaya shiklai, payreyas chayvai, umakir loy as ave dasai. And the top Rashi points out, what shakal ay shiklai? What are you paying for? Shaykal Bishviloy Shaykal Shukhaiv Khajanli Kurbana Sibar. There's an obligation on each person of Kla Yisrael to pay Ahmaqsa Shakal for the Karbanas of the year, and you are allowed to pay for him. So says the Gemara, let's understand why are you allowed to do these three things if no benefit is allowed to be had? Bishlama Shaykalaya Shaykh Mitzvah Kavan. Ah, I understand. 
you're doing a mitzvah for him. And we know that the general rule is that whenever you're doing a mitzvah for someone, mitzvah is lovely, anois, nino. As Rashi points out in the second narrow line, kiloimar, meaning Rashi, whenever we know the word kiloimar and Rashi means, it's not the simple explanation. Kiloimar mitzvah ba'al you're doing a mitzvah. Ve'enoi mahanoi lezen, you're not giving him benefit. Why? Shem lo Regardless, every person has a chelik in the carbon. He just has an obligation. He has a mitzvah to partake in that. But either way, he gets his obligation in the carbon. So you are just fulfilling his mitzvah. It is not called benefit. Ditinan, as we learned in a Mishnah, Tarmin, one is allowed. And this is a Mishnah Shkalim, which we learned together many moons ago, for those who remember. Tarmin ala avir, va'ala gavoy, va'ala asir, Excuse me, we're having highlighting issues. Here we go. That we take off truma. We are tarmin. The hektish themselves is tarmin the lishka, as Rashi says, b'shalish kupais. That what do they do? They withdraw from the lishka on behalf of three groups of people. Allah of it, people who lost their money. People who... Coins were already collected, but they didn't reach the base of Mikdash yet, and they have to bring a carbon, and we want them to be involved in the carbon. So even though their coin did not come, we want them to be involved. And number three, Velas and Vice, those that are going to be collected soon. So says the Gemara, I understand where you let to pay someone's machsa shekel, even though you're not going to get any benefit. This is not called benefit. Number two, Machsalevi does say, Nami Mitzvah Kavit. It's a Mitzvah to return the lost item. Ela Pairea, Loyas Chaivai, Hakamishtashilei. Says the Gemara, why are you let to pay off someone's debt? You're benefiting him. Why are you benefiting him? Because now he doesn't have to pay off his debt. So that's a real cash benefit. So why are you allowed to do that? Amar says Rav and of course, this is where this conversation comes involved in our Gemara. Says Rav This Brisa is going according to the opinion of Hanan, the Amar Ibed Esme Aisav. Who says that when you pay off someone else's debt, you cannot demand reimbursement. You have lost your money. So it's true. You repaid his debt, but you're never going to be able to get that money back. And therefore, it's not called benefit. And that's the reason why, even in a case of Maidir Anami Chaveirai, you're allowed to still pay off his debts. The Rav Amar says, Rav Avilu Says Rabbah, no, you don't have to say that this price is only going according to the opinion of Hanan. It can even fit with the Rabbanan. But the case over here that we're discussing is where someone borrowed money with a unique addition. It doesn't mean on condition he never pays it back. It means by a certain date. And since you could keep on pushing off repayment of the loan, therefore there's no real benefit that is gained. So says the Gemara three lines on the bottom of Kulchasam and Aleph. Bish, Lama Rav, Lama Krav, Aisha, understand. Why doesn't Rava answer like the first answer of Rav Aisha? Because he's learning the Braisa like the Rabbanan. Why doesn't Rav Aisha learn like Rava? You know why? Says Rav Aisha, it's true that in this case, if the case is that he made it tonight, they don't have to pay by a specific date. It's true that there's no, it's, there's no, Hano Leslie, but as we turn over to Kovchasa Mirbeis, but Kisufa mi Leslie, do you not gain Kisufa, do you not gain embarrassment? Hasam Nami, 
is You're no longer embarrassed. You're welcome and you're happy to invite and meet the guy because you don't owe him any money anymore. So that is called benefit and that is usually why he doesn't want to say that answer. And we continue with the Mishnah of Kavchasim and Beis. We just learned the two cases of Hanan that they argued on the Kahanim And now we continue beginning the seven rulings of Admoin. Says the Mishnah, Admin Amr Shiva. Admin said seven different dinim, seven different halachais, which are going to be argued upon as well. Number one, Misha Meizvimiach Banam, Ubanais. Someone dies and leaves over children, sons and daughters. Bizman, Shenachasim Rubim, when this state is large. Excuse me, Bizman, Shenachasim Rubim, Habanim Yarshun. The sons inherit and the daughters are supported from the estate. When there's not so much of the estate, then the daughters are supported. And the children, the sons, excuse me, have to go beg in the doors. And this sounds familiar. Uh, I thought we had this case. Okay, maybe not. But says the Mishnah, that is the din of Admon. If the estate is large, the sons inherit, the daughters get fed. If there's not so much, then the daughters still get fed, but the sons go begging on the doors. And Rashi points out, this is a Tekanus Chachamim, as you will see. Admon Naimer, din number two, uh, excuse me, that is, that is the din of the Tanakama. That's not Admon yet. So again, Admon number Shiva. Adman says seven halachas. This is halacha number one of the Tanakam. And Adman argues and he says, The male children could say, What? Because I'm a boy, I lose out? And the male sons should not lose out just because it's not a large estate and just because they are boys. Says the Gemara, let's understand what is the taina of Admon? Micah Amar, what was this question of Admon that Bishvil Shani Zachar of Sadati? Amar Rabbi Yochi Kamar, Bishvil Shani Zachar, Viro, Ilasaik Ba'atayro of Sadati. The taina is because I'm a male and I'm able to learn Tayro, I shall lose out. Amar Le Rava, Manta Asik Betayro Udiyaris, Manta Asik Betayro Udiyaris, what does learning Tayro have to do with this? It's true. Learning Tayro has to do with everything, but says Rava, the fact that you're learning Tayro, what does it have to do with the din of Yerusha? You know what Admon Saina was? Just because when there's a large estate I inherit, now that there's a small estate, if Sadatim Khazim Watim, why would that be? And therefore Admon said it's not true, and rather they would divide the estate equally. And we continue with the next Mishnah on and Beis, continuing the seven dinim in which Admon and the Tanakama are going to argue. Says the Tanakama, Someone goes over to his friend and claims from him, You owe me jugs of oil. And and he says, It's true, I owe you something, but it's just the jug, not the oil. And of course, this brings us into the big sigyas in Bamitziah, in Shavuos, about Shavuos. Says Admain, because you're a Maidim and excess, you admitted to part of the claim. He said jugs with oil, and you admitted to jugs. You have to make a shvua. That's the din of Admain. Chacham, it might be no, it does mix it. No, this is not a din of Maidim and excess. 
Amar Rav Gamliel, Raya Anias Divri Amman. I hold like Amman. So now we have to understand what exactly is this conversation between the Chachamim and Anman in the Mishnah about Moedav Mixas in this case where he asked for jugs of oil and he admitted to the jugs. Says the Gemara, Shema Mina From the din of the Rabbanon, it sounds like Ta'anu Chitanu Sairin. If I claim Yomi wheat and barley, Ba'idav is and you admitted to one of them, Potter. Sounds like you're Potter. Just like the Chachamim said, and in this case where you claim the jugs and the oil, and he admitted to the jugs, and the Chachamim said it's not a Moedav and Mixas. So it sounds like in the case of wheat and barley, and you admitted to the barley, you're going to be Potter. And if that is true, let me have it to you after the Rav Nachman Amr Shmuel, the Rav Nachman Amr Shmuel, Ta'anu chitin usayrim vajol abachamehem, chayif, that you are obligated to swear. So I asked the Gemara, our Mishnah seems to be a kash on Rav Nachman Amr Shmuel. Oh, my Rav Yudah, my Rav, no, it's no raya that if you are asked for wheat and barley and minute to barley that you're a potter, you know why? Because betanai midah, the case in the Mishnah is we demanded a midah, a measure of oil. That when he said, Kankanim shell, shem, kadi shemen, excuse me, it didn't mean he asked for jugs and oil. But rather, he was saying that it's a measurement of oil. The word kadi shemen just means a measurement of oil. <laughs> Says the Gemara, beautiful explanation. Now, Admin makes no sense. Admin says, your might do it makes sense. Might do it makes sense. The guy asked for a measurement of oil, and you said, I owe you jugs. That's no sheikhis. So, why would that be a case? A might do it makes sense. Ella, oh my, Rava says, Rava, you're right. Let me give you a noob shot. Everyone agrees that in a scenario, where someone says to another person, I have the amount of 10 jugs of oil in your pit, that Shemin kata in lay. Now what is he asking? What is he saying? The guy owes him in such a scenario. He's asking just for the oil. Kan kanim loy kata in lay. And he's not asking for the jugs at all. Similarly, if someone says, I have 10 full jugs of oil next to you, then everyone agrees, Shemin Vikan Kanim Katanli. Then everyone agrees that what's he asking for? Jugs and oil. So when he clearly is asking just for oil, when he's clearly asking for both, that is not the discussion in our mission of the debate between the Tanikam, the Chachamim, and Anmoin. Keep Ligi. What is the Machlaikas? Hey, Chadamli Asara Kade Shemin. He didn't say filled jugs of oil. He said, I have by you 10 jugs of oil. Asara Kade Shemin. In such a scenario, Yeshli Azachad, Moinoimer Yesh Bloshan Azeloshin Kan Kanim. Admin says, when you ask for 10 jugs of oil, that means you're asking for the oil and the jugs. And therefore, when you admit to the jugs, it's might have been mixed as you're admitting to part. For Rabbanon Zavri, no. Ain Belashazeh, Lashen Kenkanim, Elo. Ain Belashazeh, Lashen Kenkanim. You're not asking for the jugs, and that's why it's not called Moideh Bimiksas. Ask the Gemara, okay, beautiful. So you just told me the Machleik as Admoin and the Chachamim, exactly how it applies. Elatai, Madeim Belashazeh, Lashen Kenkanim. So the Gemara now says, one second. 
The reason why the Chachamim said it's not a Maidah Mixas is because the wording of Asara Kadisha and ten jugs of oil does not mean jugs. So the Diyak, the implication of that which you just told me is that if what you tie up, what you ask for, does include the jugs, then Chayif, it would sound like you'd be obligated to make a Shavua and everyone would agree it's yes called Maidah Mixas. As we started off, when someone asked for wheat and barley, Omi, and he says, No, I only you one of them. Says Rav Chibarabba, you're potter. But based on the implication that we just said, everyone would agree that when you're asking for includes both entities, oil and jugs, and you admit it to one, everyone seemingly would agree it's yes, called Maidu Mixas. Which is a kasha on Rav Chiyabarabba, Amar Rav Simi Barashi, Nasek Kimishetanoi Rimoin Bekliposli. No, you can't ask from our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah, when you say jugs of oil, and it's clear that you're asking for the jugs and the oil, that's a case of where it's a Rimoin Bekliposli. A pomegranate in its peel, where the two items are intrinsically tied together. The case of Rechir Bar Abba was a case where I asked my friend and I said, you owe me wheat and barley, two separate entities. And the question is, when I admit to one, whether that's called a Maidu Mixas or not. That's the Machlekes. But in our Mishnah, when we're saying jugs in oil, that's like saying, you owe me a Rimoin in its peel. Everyone agrees that's called one entity. Maskva Ravina, really? Rima Bleikli Basai, Lai Mintar. They're not the same thing. A pomegranate is not guarded without its shell, meaning the shell is so intrinsically tied to the pomegranate because it's the shimer of the pre, it's the guard. But shemen mintar, but like in Kanim, the jug is not the guard for the oil. Ella says the Gemara, you're right. Let's take a new answer. You have 10 jugs of oil. I have 10 jugs of oil by you. Shemen Ladam. The oil, I know you're talking about, I don't have any oil. That he, on the, on the oil, he says, go jump in the lake. On the jugs, he emits the five out of the ten. So in this case, that when I ask for ten jugs of oil, it means I'm asking for the oil and the jugs. So we see that I'm asking for the jugs. And because I can make you make a shvua on the jugs, because you admitted to five of them, therefore I could be... Migu, you swear on one, I make you swear on the other one, Ali Gilgal, the concept of Gilgal Shvuah, that once you're able to obligate someone in one Shvuah, you're able to roll the Shvuah onto something else. No, this does not include so the Gemara is concluding that the Machleke has Admon and the Chachamim have nothing to do with the case of Chiyabarav, nothing to do with asking for wheat and barley and meaning to one of them, because rather the Machleke is about something entirely different. When I claim the ten jugs of oil and you admit it to five jugs and no oil, whether we could create a Shvuah on the Shemin via Gilgul Shvuah, says... Admine, whereas the Chachamim said, no, when I claim to 10 jugs of oil, has nothing to do with the jugs, and therefore, when I admit it, when the other guy admits to only five jugs, has nothing to do with that which I claim, and therefore it's not called Maidu Mixas, and there'll be no Shvu at all. We'll pick off for the next Mishto, which the, with the third din of Admine, in the next.